This is Justine, and you're listening to the Jukebox Club Podcast.
That was We Used to Vacation by the Cold War Kids. This is the Jukebox Club Podcast. Chris, how you doing? <laughs> <I'm good>. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready for it. Where's the Where's the qu- first question? The first question? Oh, oh yeah! I so well, usually to... we get into something and then I say Cold you War like, Kids. Yeah. But Cold War Kids from since I'm so ready for it. It's uh, Long Beach. Yes, California. and I looked that up too because I was like, if Chris doesn't know, <laughs> I'm gonna be waiting with the heater. Well, you know what? Actually, I have a T-shirt from them, and it says that. Yeah. It says Long Beach Cold War Kids, but I never put that together. So they were asked what their favorite city in the United States was, and they said LA. <laughs> Which they that's gotta be close, called. right? Yeah. What's, what's the album called? Uh, L.A. Divine. That's it was right. out uh, two years ago now. Yeah, and we, we touched on this a second ago before we started recording, but you were saying how you listen to pretty much everything they've had. Yep. And I was just saying, like, I think this is the only album I've listened to by the Cold War Kids. It's This is definitely their most, I don't want to say, like, known because it's not really... Yeah, that, yeah I don't know. Their most... I mean, I... A fan's gonna say, "I mean, it's my favorite from them that they've put out." But, right. Um, I mean, they have. They just announced their seventh studio album out this year, so it's like. Yeah, and what else do I? I the like thirteenth anniversary of this is coming up or something because it was released in two thousand six. It was their first album. Well, it's uh, "Robbers and Cowards" is what we're talking about. By the yes. way, we never said that. Yeah. Which you uh, always endearingly call cops and robbers every time. <laughs> Every single time. I was actually, I remember, it was like the first time I saw them, somebody was asking me what my favorite album was from them, and I said that. I said Cops and Robbers, and I think they were just like fucking with me, because they didn't, they didn't, were just like, oh yeah, that's good. Like, yeah. I think he just wanted to keep, he smiled and then just let it keep going out, but then when we walked out by the merch table, and I saw the t-shirts and stuff and the vinyl, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you want to say Cops and Robbers, because... That's typically the slogan. Yeah, the slogan thing, or the little game that everyone used to play. But robbers and cowards, which I really like because <clears throat> I'm a big fan of like themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they can say like, "Here's the theme of the album," right, and which is robbers and cowards, and then it's it's pretty cool to like hear the songs and they you know they use the word coward and robber a lot in in certain songs and i think that's kind of cool to just have a central theme and you're like this is what it is right off the bat right and it's like every song is going to kind of tie back into that because I'm, I'm always a big fan of like the feeling of an album it's just having the same theme and right. being like okay yeah i can kind of pinpoint where this is from it's not just a random name right album. so october 10th 2006 was when this was released and we're recording on October first, so I might I might delay it until October tenth. I'd be like, this is the I mean, it's not a big anniversary. Was that thirteen years? We could tag them, yeah. <laughs> just like, hey, look, that should be our thing. We should just do thirteen year anniversaries of albums. It's a good one, and just release them on the date exactly. Exactly, yeah. You can easily do that. Just yeah, every episode would be like a thirteenth anniversary of some, or just you know maybe like twice or whatever times a year. Have yeah. I almost said thrice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea, though. I mean, hey. 13th anniversary. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> it was, I think it was Tokyo Police Club. They did an album. It was like 10 songs, 10 covers in 10 years. Like they did a cover from the last 10 years. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. 
So but like I, one, I did that. a song from every year they covered from the last ten years. Yeah, and it was like, it started off with like, I think they went backwards. So it was like Miley Cyrus was what they covered first, oh, okay. and then they just kept going back. That's awesome. That's yeah, a really cool, cool idea. Yeah. Um, jumping back up in the Cold War, kids. Uh, we used to vacation was the first song that we just played, first song off the album. Um, this is a awesome song. Yeah, it's kind of uh, from the perspective of a functioning alcoholic, I guess. Yeah, like a a father who is an alcoholic that knows it and is the kind of like well, like trying to justify himself kind yeah. of in sort of ways. Like the first verse kind of shows the I want to say regret of him because mm. he, he says uh Beth's recital I had to run I miss my son's graduation uh he punched Nichols boy for taking his seat he gets all the anger from me and that's kind of at least the way I interpret it is like oh okay this is showing the regret of this alcoholic right and then uh when it gets into the second verse he says I'm just an honest man I give I give to charities uh, yada 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 so I, I was kind of thinking like well I think that verse is showing like hey I, it, my life isn't completely absorbed <laughs> you know what I mean yeah he's trying to like almost make up for it in his head yeah yeah and just kind of yeah yeah and then obviously the chorus which is you know I promised to my wife and children I'd never touch another drink as long as I live but then it sounds so soothing <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty cool song. Um, it's strange because I was trying to look, find, like, a, I was doing a lot of digging around, like, oh, like, was this about his father? You know, was this about himself? And right. it's kind of like, I think I read, like, a quote, and he was like, no, it was just about, like, a character I read, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You kind of try to hang meaning and, like, oh, shit, like, he had a horrible childhood, and he right. hated his dad. Which is what like, you no, first think of. Yeah, no. <laughs> Which I kind of like, too, because it's, like, like people usually think, like, every single song is either about, like, an old girlfriend or, like, some right. type of thing. And then they're just, like, no, it's, like, something I just thought mm-hmm. of. Which is, I don't know. It, it kind of, to me, it, it, it kind of, there's not that, like, blow of, like, man, that's really depressing. And that's really, like, yeah. if it's just a character that he thought of, it makes it less depressing. But it also... It can touch a lot of different people because obviously a lot of people yeah. have like that in their family and stuff like that. And so it's it's definitely, it's a really good opening right. to an album. Yeah, and I like that it's from the perspective of the alcoholic. It's not about an alcoholic, right. you know what I mean? Where someone's taking it out, like saying, you, you, it's all I, I, I. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of personifies this person and kind of this is what's going through my head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I know I fucked up, but I'm going to do this stuff to try to make it right. Right. And, yeah, the, I mean, in terms of the uh, instrumentals, like, this definitely drives home the kind of strange, but it's weird. It's like strange but organized instrumentals they have. Like yeah. Kinda, he's, like, kind of, like, just banging on a piano. I love that. Yeah. But it, it's it's not off the wall I guess it's it's not crazy just noise you know yeah. what I mean there's obviously a rhyme to it or a rhyme and reason to it's, it it's definitely enough to first listen hook you right like you're like okay this is something that's different that you don't normally hear like right. cause it's, I think it's after the first chorus is just that 
not solo, but you know, he just turns the guitar. Right oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, just the it's, piano. Yeah, out yeah. of nowhere, and you're like, this is really good to to listen to. Yeah, it kind of uh, slows up after the bridge, and it's like, I promise to my wife, <laughs> <laughs> and kind of just goes into the piano. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, which is kind of it's it kind of sets the scene for how this album's gonna sound like very. I know I just used the word organized, but it, it seems disorganized until you you know it all comes together and you're like, okay, this is obviously purposeful. Yeah. And uh, like they have a lot of ties to Modest Mouse. Like I know it, at least recently they used. I think they have Modest Mouse drummer and. I think someone else was filling in from the band Modest Mouse. And oh, okay. You could definitely see the parallels between the two bands because Modest Mouse is a lot of like pianos and horns mm-hmm. and like going back to what I said before like disorganization it almost seems like yeah but then it you know it all comes together and kind of makes this song just like oh okay like obviously this was planned out you know what I mean they weren't yeah. just <laughs> he's not just smashing them. yeah <laughs> I love to so it's it's like a a great like opening song but they do it live mm-hmm. he puts the count in front of it the like count? like he'll say what? Two, three, oh, okay. four. And I was it, thinking it, like, of the guy from uh, Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. <laughs> <laughs> like a plush of that One, guy. One, two. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was weird because I was like, how are they going to... Because it's such like, a, a unique opening. Yeah. But, like, How would you pull that off live to where it's not... Like He talks sometimes, he'll say, this is from our first yeah. record or something like that. But I was bummed because I saw him... Like right as this album was coming out and, and they, they had the count and then all of a sudden he wasn't doing it the other few times I saw him and I was like the hell it was like my favorite part of it yeah, yeah. and then they released a live album I think two or three years ago no maybe it wasn't that long but um, it's included in the, oh, the that's live cool. version and it's just like as soon as you start it it's just one two yeah. three and then they all come in and it's really I, I it sounds so good live so I guess this song I, I always I think of like uh I don't know how to word it. I, I guess I feel bad for their drummer because it seems like there's a lot of just like out of time drum beats. Yeah. Like even when he uh that boom 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 that's like the main uh piano driving. Mm-hmm. And there's just like a lot of like you know what I mean? Yeah, like in the yeah. background. You're just hitting random things. It almost it almost seems like he'd have to like have earplugs in it, be like, I don't want to hear what you're playing because then I'll get in time yeah. with that. Yeah. There's a great um there's the demos. I don't know where you can find it of this album, but like it's like the first five songs. Oh, really? And it's broken down, but there's no. It's nothing like, like the mastered one. It's yeah. just, It's so like stripped and raw, and it's like, I feel like he has to work a lot harder when there's not all that stuff involved in it because he's just you know. Yeah. It's a lot more drum oriented. Yeah, it's very interesting too because this is, if I'm not mistaken, their first album, right? Like yeah. their first big release, and. I mean, when you think of a first release, you're, you're probably going to think of like, oh, let's just get together and, you know, write some stuff. And it's going to be like the four chord progression. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And just very standardized. Mm-hmm. And this is just the complete opposite. It's very strange, but in a good way. Strange, but organized is what I'll keep saying. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the, the whole album. Basically. Yeah. And then, uh, Moving on to Hang Me Up to Dry, the second song is, uh, this is one I think I heard on Pandora, 
like list you know like pandora just would like give you random stuff yeah and i think this is the first time i heard cold war kids was this song on pandora i don't remember whose pandora i was listening to oh really but it just came up and i'm like this is badass yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, this is another one where you're just like if you were listening to it in the background i feel like it would catch you real yeah quick. yeah like, what is it this? sounds really familiar yeah, yeah i remember the first time i heard it I was like, I swear I've heard this song before. Mm-hmm. And uh, like looking around, it was like, it's on Gossip Girl. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't watch Gossip Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I heard it on that. Um, yeah, th- this is a big, uh, another one that's a big, uh, there's, what are those rattle things called where you like spin the uh, beads? Oh, and, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Per- percussive like rattling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one thing sounds like the, wrench thing yeah i can't yeah, think of that's, it but that's the, literally uh, what i thought was like a just, ratchet wrench yeah like, the, like them just spinning that in front of a microphone this is what it sounds like you know yeah again very like modest mouse what's up liz modest mouse fan <laughs> uh angels and airwaves is another band yeah. that like had a lot of that weird stuff in it yeah uh yeah it almost seems like You'd go see them live, and there's like 15 people on stage, and like two of them are fixing a truck. Yeah, <laughs> you know like, what, I mean? what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, what do they have like six people or something? It, I don't know. You think I would I know? You, I should four. know this. Is it only four? I thought it was four. Hold on. That's crazy. If it's only four. On the fly. But um, while you look that up, so hang me out to dry. They use the metaphor of dirty clothes. And getting rinsed out over and over again, and uh, you know stains caked deep into it. Uh, it's, it's like a big metaphor for like a relationship that's not working. It's so like five. like five members. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure they, they probably have people fill in on tour too because you would have to almost. You know who's gonna fix the van while in the background? <laughs> who's gonna do that? <laughs> Just like turning the wrench. Yeah, <laughs> spinning. <laughs> but now, yeah, the lyrics are real. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, I think it's just about giving up on things that clearly aren't working. And, you know, the chorus is, hang me out to dry, you rung me out too many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that to me is just, uh, you ringing something out is just like trying and trying and trying and trying. And it's just like, just hang me out to dry, just like, just give up and yeah. move on. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, literally on the surface, it's just about washing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no lyric that's outside of that metaphor. No. <laughs> which, is, which is awesome, you know what I mean? I love that. This was the one, too, I wanted to see live, because I wanted to see, like, if there was a, a method to it, and he yeah. literally just goes up to the piano and just starts yeah, matching. Yeah. There's no, like, at least from what I can tell, he might be like, okay, two times, two times. Yeah. But I don't think there's any, like, you know. I was listening to uh, Bill Burr's podcast, mm-hmm. comedian, and uh, he was talking about how he got so stuck in like '80s music that like he still just listens to that. And he's like, he's like, there's so much good stuff that came out that like completely passed me by, and this song was one of them. He was like, I just got this was like maybe a year ago. Oh really? He's like, I just now I'm getting around to listen to the Cold War Kids, and he's like, I've been listening to that song. And he was like trying to sing it. He was just like, Hand me up the <laughs> He's like, I just now found that song. He's like, What the hell was I doing with my life? <laughs> but yeah, 
But yeah, Hang Me Out the Dry is, is awesome. Yeah. That, like I said, this was one I heard, and I'm like, I swear this sounds so familiar. But I don't, I can't pinpoint it. I think it's just one of those songs that you're like, oh, okay, I'm super into this. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It's the first time you listen to it. That's the thing, too. I know, I know my brother was the one that, like, introduced me to them, but I think this was the one where you're just like, I know this song from somewhere, but I can't right. pinpoint it. And it's really weird. We've been out to, like, dinner a bunch of times and i've just randomly heard this come on really i think the one was like what the hell was it the um the hoagie shop what the hell's it called <laughs> yeah. so what's the hoagie shop <laughs> yeah. bob subs that was oh, it. okay so yeah bob's always bob had Subs. cold music yeah and i'm like yeah it's the cold war kids <laughs> i don't know where thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Bob Subs. Bob Subs is good. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hang me up to dry. Yeah, moving on. So, next up, Tell Me in the Morning. I like this one, too. Yeah, this this one is uh, one I hear a lot, just because it's on my playlist. Yeah. Um, this, to me, is the first one that feels like a structured song, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like based on the first two is kind of a lot of, it feels like almost freestyle, like the first two, yeah. And then this one comes in and with its structure, and you're like, "What the hell are you doing here?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> tell me in the morning. So it's kind of like uh, to me, this was kind of going back to hang out the dry is kind of just putting stuff off, because um, he says like, "Slow it down, save it for the morning." He's talking about where's the lyric I'm looking for. Sorry. I take my time when I got to bed and I sleep long. I'm getting over mulling over. I said, could you just wait to tell me in the morning? It's almost like he's just over something. He's, yeah. He's just like fuck it. We'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like. Too. I always thought it was just like. From his perspective, of like said too much. Yeah. I'm, I'm too too far gone just we'll, we'll deal with this in the later on or in the morning yeah i love the the beginning too with the drums i'm trying to i'm blanking it's, on the beginning um da, na, 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 da. oh yeah stick around green leaf now that she's gone that's the yes. thing too when he does the uh slumming down yeah <laughs> Yeah, he has that like falsetto, I guess. Maybe that's not the right word to use, but that like really high pitched, like he can kind of go straight from his normal voice to like a super high pitched one. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I'm just like, that is fucking like you don't gospel singing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's like out of nowhere. It's not like a build, it just kind of. I, um, was, I read something, because I was just like looking like up interviews from them and like mm-hmm. questions on like Reddit and stuff, and somebody said that when they first heard. Cold War kids, they thought they were like I pictured a large black woman singing, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "That's the best compliment I've ever received." <laughs> That's true, though. Like, yeah, you would just expect him to be like a lot bigger, and but then you see this little dude come walking yeah. out in the white t-shirt. Like, what the hell? <laughs> That's such a cool lyric, too. Yeah. 
<clears throat> but yes, this yeah, this one has a really cool melody, and and like I mentioned before, it feels a lot more structured than the previous two songs. And then that leads into Hair Down, which completely Hair breaks down. the... Yep. Which is just like, is this one song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I... Uh, the first time I heard this song, the first couple times I heard this song, I was like, I do not like this. And I would really? just keep skipping it every time I would listen to it. Because, I mean, the first three songs I am absolutely in love with. Mm-hmm. And then I would skip it to get to Passing in the passing the hat which i also loved and then yeah. right after that saint john so i'm like john, boom yeah. boom boom so i always just overlooked this one and seeing as we had to you know dive into this i started listening to it and i'm like i don't know why i skipped this and i guess i do know why it has a really weird intro yeah um this is that one that starts with that conversation <laughs> and it's don't like talk about yeah, and it's, yeah it's like picking uh almost like a banjo or a ukulele or something yeah, yeah. And then uh, that completely stops after about three lines, and then it's just, uh, yeah, it's just some kind of rattling percussion again, yep. and it's just him talking over that. And it's almost like, Since you let your hand down. it almost feels like a spoken <laughs> word, because he's like, you've been telling me since the day we met. <laughs> and then it finally gets into it, when it's that, she's laughing like a choir girl, boom, 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 boom. And everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really, really strange build-up into the song. Yeah. And it, and it, I think what makes it even more strange is, is the fourth song in the album, because this feels like almost... The way it leads into it feels like almost the start of something, mm-hmm. or you know maybe the last song on the album or something. So I think maybe my issue with this song at first was where it was placed. It was, it was kind of sandwiched between... You know, uh, like Tell Me in the Morning, yeah. Passing the Hat, which are very straightforward songs. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, not to bring up the wrench again, but it was thrown a wrench. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was thrown a wrench into the, you know, right into the middle of it. But I can safely say now I love this song. Um, the second, I would say, it's hard to say verse because there's like, all right, he starts out and then he's talking and then it goes into like the music. And then it goes into, she's talking to my mother. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, I think it's right after that, it just goes into some that instrumental in, instrumental where it's like the uh, tremolo picking, I guess is what you call it. And I was listening to that in the car, and I'm just like, what the fuck? When did this happen? Because I would skip the song by now. Yeah. And I was just like, this is badass. Like, I love this little instrumental break they have. And that's what made me love this song. Do you think it could have been like... Like before, but the Green Day album, like the, the um, it's combined to another song. Like it's it's technically it's three it, different songs. It you know what I mean? Feels really strange. And I remember looking up, like, back when I was like, didn't really care for this song. Like mm-hmm. looking shit up about this album, and this was like the first single off the album. And I'm like, why is that weird ass song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why did they pick that as the single? I just never made it far enough into it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe something like that. It just, it almost feels like a an intro to a song, right? Like like the uh, first two verses. Yeah, it's like it's gonna be something else is coming. Yeah, think you know what I mean? You don't think that's the that's the song? (laughs) I just played it. I was like, don't do it, don't do it. (laughs) I mean, we can play it. You know what I mean? We haven't played one we, yet. So we have that. The, we have the uh, power of whatever they call it. 
We have the power of hopefully not getting sued. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So since Chris brought it up, here is Hair Down by Cold War Kids. Enjoy. Conversations that went on terrible pairs. Don't talk about that. No, no, don't talk about that. We're coming back loud and in this conversation. You let your hair down. You got enough to go around, oh man. Said you let your hair down. You've been telling me that since the day we met. She's laughing like a choir girl. Okay, that was uh, hair down, and we're back. So hopefully the the shit we were just talking about made sense after listening to that. Yeah. 
Um, so I bet it did. <laughs> so we're moving on to uh, passing the hat, which this is my favorite off of the year. Oh, I said that too early. It's between, <laughs> it's between this and St. John, which are back-to-back. This yeah. is number five, St. John's number six. Um, but this is the, again, revolving around the theme of robbers and cowards, this is about a guy stealing from the communion hat mm-hmm. uh, at church. So he kind of, I mean, the setting of the song, or not the setting of the song, but I guess the timeline of the song is just like a five-second interaction of this guy stealing. But uh, it's just a matter of the description of the song, the setting. And it kind of reminded me of like, uh, I just remember in high school, like reading a book and there would just be like four paragraphs setting up just like, oh, some guy was looking for a, through a window and it was just like four paragraphs of descriptors. And I'm just like, holy fuck, like, you don't just yeah. say the guy was looking through a window. Yeah. <laughs> but like this, this does like, this like checks all the, the right boxes of like setting it up, how this guy was feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, like he even says like I take all the cash and slide it into my ragged coat sleeve and I'm like that's just like literary elements you know yeah. what I mean? oh, that's yeah. just good yeah. writing like saying ragged coat sleeve like you can kind of picture like this you see it right in your head haggard just, looking yeah. dude just stealing from the communion jar or jar <laughs> <laughs> communion hat but yeah this is a uh, another one that feels very structured as opposed to uh, some of the old the other songs on the album. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this is this was one I fell in love with immediately, which I think it, again was what made me not like hair down at first because yeah. it was right before this, and I'm like, come on, let's just get to passing the hat. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, just the uh, instrumental break, I fucking love. That. Yeah, but that's. And I reach for the hat <laughs> and take all the cash. <laughs> yeah, his I love his voice in this. Yeah. It's just so good. And he even says, uh, I leave in its place a note to explain all the reasons that stealing has met, led me to leave. So he's kind of openly saying, like, yes, I'm stealing from the church, but hear me out yeah. kind of stuff. He right. even says, um, if there is a worthy cause for it to give to, may I be as bold as to say, the giver's not knowing where their money's going. It's as sinful as throwing it away. So he's kind of saying, they've already donated. Like, yeah, it's already on their conscience. Like, oh, I've done a good deed today. Like, if I take the money, they don't even know. Exactly. <laughs> their money is helping some way. Yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah. Like, the giver's not knowing where their money's going, so yeah. I'll take it. And he's saying it's it's as if they're just throwing their money away. It's like, well, what better person to take it than me? I'm the Someone worthy cause me. to give to. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, dude, I, I just love the way this song ends. Yeah. Stained oh, yeah. glass shine on my red wine again with the church illusion, like the red wine, because mm-hmm. he says they're. Uh, I, I said communion hat. I meant offering hat. I was looking oh, at the yeah. word communion. They're taking communion and passing the hat around. Is is the setting? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So everyone's closed eyes, mid prayer, and they're kind of passing around the hat, putting money in for the church. And he kind of looks around, and sees, oh, everyone's not looking at me right now. I'm gonna steal all this money. Right. Yeah. So as he says, yeah, the stained glass shine on my red wine and the sweat on my brow drips to my shaking knees, which shows that he's just completely nervous about this. Yeah. A small sacrifice to benefit one man's journey away from America's seas. 
Uh, I just think that's awesome. Oh, yeah. And uh, it kind of has that double meaning, America Seas, because even in the uh, booklet here, mm-hmm. uh, Seas is spelled S-E-A-S. Like, uh, where was it? I'll find it somewhere. Oh, it's like... Um... On the back. Yes, One Man's Journey Away from America's Seas. Oh, yeah. See, uh, that's... But when I first heard it, I thought he meant seas as in, like, grasping something. Like, America's seas. Yeah. And I'm like, he probably did that on purpose. Like, journey away from America's seas. But you hear the word S-E-I-Z-E. I hope that's how you spell it. Or I else I'm so. look like an idiot. But he it. actually writes, oh, no, sea as in the ocean. Yeah. And then it goes that sweet, sweet, sigh of relief. <laughs> But yeah, I love that freaking song. I like how his voice, it doesn't crack, but it's like, sing, sing. Yeah, he has that weird falsetto where he can just kind of transform into this like really high-pitched, like go from like his normal voice to like just instantly. And it, it's not a weird transition. It's, it's just really like, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, that's kind of like a like a gospel singing kind of thing like i just picture like in church like having that skill and being like oh he's a good singer yeah <laughs> <laughs> um oh i wanted to mention this i wrote this down uh so i was listening to this i have this cd but mm-hmm. i was listening to it on my sd card because uh-huh. i left the cd at home when i uh was traveling and uh the way it works is it just plays it has every album by every artist and then in order so it'll play the first song of the album all the way to the last song of the album and then it'll move on to the next album alphabetically uh, okay and if there's no more it'll just move on to the next artist so as i was listening to this it would get to you know track 12 mm-hmm. it would finish and then cold war kids guess who's next oh damn guess who's next on my uh what do you call it it's what band small. what band would be next kids would be the only reason I brought it up is because I know it would get a reaction out of you oh it's gotta be Coldplay (laughs) yeah (laughs) so there's always a Coldplay song that (laughs) followed this album I I don't know why I was was like C C C who could be C yeah yeah Coldplay I just wanted to bring that up (laughs) because I know you love Coldplay that's always how many do you do you have full albums or do you use by Coldplay yeah oh I don't even know I probably like. I remember like back when like Speed of Sound came out. I just like think of it's like just had the whole bought on Bear Share uh-huh. that whole album. They're welcome. Yeah, you know I always spend my money on Bear Share. You have to. Bearshare.com, everybody. Dot com. Sharing music and files and even music. <laughs> <laughs> we should make Bear Share T-shirts. I actually. This is really weird. When I was cleaning out my pap's house, we actually found one. I guess he like bought stock in when Bear Share first came out. And he had like the Bear Share shirt and there was like a certificate with like all the information and stuff. And I was wow. like, I still have it. So Okay, it's rebranded. So I don't know if Bear Share is still owned, but if they're not, we're taking that bear with the headphones and we're making a shirt. That's a great idea. That could be the next. <laughs> That's the next Jukebox Club shirt is the Bear Share logo. Bear Share logo. Damn. So ridiculous. How great would that be? Then? <laughs> he could be wearing, where would you put the logo though? 
We could do like you said to have the logo on the sleeve and then just the bear share. I like that face right here. I always like the logo on the sleeve. Yeah. I don't know why. We'll have like to that. talk to Rick about that. Yeah. That's our t-shirt guy. Nice. We got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> we got a guy for that. Yeah. So after, or do you, anything you wanted to say about passing the hat? I kind no, of we we are ready for. My Saint favorite John. on the album. Yes, I see. Yeah. I was gonna say Saint John was my favorite, and I'm like. Damn what I said passing the hat was, so I'll stick with passing it's, the hat. It's really close, but that's <clears throat> yeah. St. John's. So this is the uh, song that they've all said, or at least two of the band members said, that this is their favorite to play live. Mm-hmm. It's obviously the bassist and the uh, singer. I, I believe said that. But yeah, they were just, someone asked, like, what's your favorite song to play live? And they are like, St. John, for oh, sure. Yeah. Which I think it's so cool. Cold War Kids is one of those bands that they had a really groundbreaking first album and they don't ignore it like right. how often do bands just completely ignore their first albums oh, like, all the time I know we I always bring up Thrice but Thrice is my favorite band by far mm-hmm. and they've gone on record as saying like no we're not playing that stuff it's cringy like they say yeah. like we, we cringe when we hear it and I'm right. like fuck off dude it's not for you it's for me yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean I want to hear it <laughs> exactly but like Cold War Kids has been like no we love that album like of course we're gonna keep playing it yeah. because I think when we saw them which was what two three years ago something like that yeah like they played St. John they played we used to vacation I think but yep. obviously they played Hanging Out the Dry Hanging Out the Dry did they so, do oh they just did um, Hospital Beds yeah Hospital Beds is another that one that one always has to we'll get to yeah um, but yeah like it's just kind of like oh yeah we know like you people like this it's like we're not gonna be above ourselves and, and say like oh that's that. our old stuff we're not we're, we're beyond that it's like it's one thing to be like, oh, we've changed, but also, hey, like if I'm going to see the Cold War kids, I want to hear that stuff. Like, exactly. That's the stuff I listen to. Yeah. They uh, play the bass player is so loud when they play yes. this. Dum, it's just your ears dum, ring. Dum. Your plugs are not. It's gonna ring. It's the coolest dum, thing to watch. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> <Supper time laughs> in the hole. There's a great. It's on YouTube. I haven't pulled it up here. Sorry, Chewy. It's called. Sorry. Chewy's like, are you trying to get my attention? <laughs> it's uh, the Cold War Kids, St. John, a takeaway show. They're literally backstage, and it's all the members of the band, and something is pushing them on like a, it looks like a pallet almost, with wheels, <laughs> and they're doing this song, but it's like, it's just with acoustic guitar, and oh. they're like clapping with their... Oh, that's badass. It is the coolest thing we'll ever watch. We should, I should put it on Twitter because yeah, it's, yeah. it's that cool Save to see. Save the file. I want to watch it too. Yeah. I haven't seen that. We'll, we'll definitely. But yeah, it's it's so cool. Yes. So yeah, this song is about um, a boy who accidentally kills another boy. Or Yeah, because they said all the rest ran away and that, mm-hmm. that boy stayed on the ground and would never, never move again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he... I guess I guess we'll just go through the uh, lyrics as in, you know in the chronological logical order. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much saying how there's a bunch of kids home from college and they're getting rowdy and kind of it almost seems like oh this is my little quiet town and like all these kids are coming home and it's starting to get a little crazy and they're yeah. staying out too late and uh, his sister <clears throat> uh, is walking home and kind of gets harassed by this group of kids. And he, sticking up for his sister, 
grabs a brick and threw it at the tallest boy's face. <laughs> <laughs> well, blood was streaming like a whale that sprung. I couldn't believe what I had just done. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty much just, um, and then the song starts with, uh, you know, supper time in the hole. Uh, I shame my family, shame my home, supper time. Old St. John on death row, he's just waiting for a pardon. So it's kind of just a kid that got into some trouble. Shower. Wow, we can hear it like that? Yeah, that was that was clear. That was, okay. Like, <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> so yeah, he's just uh, just a boy that got into trouble, and now he's, you know, old St. John's on death row. Yeah. But yeah, such a cool freaking bass line. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is like, yeah, probably the coolest bass line in the history of songs that are driven by bass. Yeah. You know what I mean? In my opinion. like. Oh, yeah. If someone was like, what is a bass guitar even? I would just show them this song. Just listen. Yeah. That's the coolest part. Doom. Even in the background. It's <laughs> oh, so cool. And they see that live is just awesome. Yeah. I yeah. can't get over how cool that is. Oh, St. John on death row. This is another one that's that's very uh, strange, I'd say. Like, uh, yeah. where the chorus definitely switches up the timing mm-hmm. almost like uh what's that song by fun uh we are young yeah how yep. kind of the verse that's probably the most popular example of it where the verse and the chorus are two different times like timings like mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh it almost feels like you hit next on the song it's like no it's just the chorus kind of has part. a different setup to it but yeah saint john let's play saint john yeah i, I agree yeah so here's the uh killer bass line hopefully hopefully the uh garage band does it justice it should but yeah doom 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 all right st john by cool <laughs>
So next up is robbers. robbers, and again, going with the robbers and cowards thing. <laughs> I just love the, how they have a theme, and they say the word cowards in this song. So. Yeah. Hey. I, this is like the all ties in. Best, uh, what do they call it? When they have a title track, I guess this is the closest thing to a title track that yeah. they have. Um, so yes, this is this is one that definitely slows it down. Mm-hmm. Um, like a side two almost. Um, this is yeah, just like very slow. Like the drums are definitely driving this song along. Yeah. Um, Seems like it's like the, the like you said like the the B B side starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a side two. Like a, the first six were side one. The next six are side two. Side two. Um, I think that was the fridge. <laughs> I think it was the AC. Oh, okay. It just it sounded weird on this end. It did. It was <laughs> I was, like, I thought like something happened. Boom, boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is it. Definitely, like I said, it's, it it slows it down. Uh, but I love the uh, the chorus to this. Uh, I just he, as again, it's just the he has that weird transition singing where he can go from the deep voice to the high pitched yeah. to the deep and it's almost like two different singers oh yeah um, but yeah this oh this life we've glorified robbing from the blind <laughs> is not easy yes I love that I love the chorus to this this oh, is yeah. uh, I typically shy away from the slower songs on mm-hmm. albums uh, but yeah this is this is one of my favorites off this album even though it is kind of the start of the not lol, but it's definitely the start of the lower energy stuff. Right. Um, and there's robbers in my thoughts. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah, I um, know. Really good. Yeah, this is probably like top three yeah. on this album for me. And then um, next up after that is Hospital Beds. Which hospital Beds. This might be the biggest, I think, from Yeah, I think album. earlier I said... Um, what I said, hang me up to dry would be, but now that I see hospital beds, I'm like, yeah, hospital beds might be bigger. 
This I, I think it might be. This is one I definitely have, I definitely heard before I had this album. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea <laughs> where yeah. I heard it. Like yeah. In a trailer or something and just some kind of YouTube video. Someone this might be it. like the one where if you don't know Cold War Kids, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've, see, chances are you've probably heard this song. The Sweet Piano. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. I know Dustin, the lead singer of Thrice, covered this. Really? Yeah, going back to that. That's pretty cool. We always have to talk about Thrice. (laughs) Um, I've never heard that covered. It was just him and an acoustic guitar. He put out um, an album of covers. Really? Yeah, and this was was one of them. But yes, this... I think you know what else was on there? was... uh, that Miley Cyrus song Wrecking Ball was on there oh that's a good one yeah that was really good that's yeah um but yes this is uh just pretty much a piano driven song as opposed like where the last one I'd say was more drum driven and then St. John's obviously bass driven like this it almost is like they are like taking turns it's like all right, we gotta get the piano guy song (laughs) you know what I mean um but yeah this is just uh I I read a quote on I think he did like a Reddit and he just said uh, how he was inspired by. Like, this is again one of those ones where you think, uh, yes, that is mine. Thank you. <laughs> um, he said how, like, we were talking about the. Uh, we used to vacation. I was like, oh, right. like, was his father an alcoholic? Like, this one is oh, just yeah, like, yeah. oh, like, did he spend a lot of time in a hospital? Do you know someone that was like in a hospital? Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, like one of his friends just like signed up for like one of those um it says a placebo trial where they just kind of give you weird drugs and like see how you respond to them oh, at yeah. least that's the way i took it mm-hmm. and uh he said that's just that was his inspiration for this song so that's <laughs> that's pretty cool though. so i guess i bet his friend came back and was like yeah it was just boring there's nothing to do mm-hmm. you know what i mean and uh like oh i just you know i just bullshit with the people that also were there that happened to be there and that's kind of what this song's about is just finding friendships uh, in people you wouldn't normally talk to just because you're kind of stuck with them which yeah. is you know I got one friend laying across from me I did not choose him he did not choose me is to me that's the uh, like the main lyric of this song you know yeah, I mean? oh, yeah. If, if you could sum up this song in one lyric that's that's definitely it I like the um, tell me the story like it's just yeah it's like it's it's weird because in a way it's you could easily see this type of conversation happening in an actual hospital like if you were to put me in there and say like okay someone's here for whatever and then it's just yeah it's it i don't know when listening to it you can go right to like it just puts you right you know bam right there with the person and it, it would be really awkward like sharing a hospital room with someone it's just like okay like you're obviously here for a reason like are you more sick than me are you dying you know what I mean it's right. just kind of making like the idle chit chat with like the person that you're laid up next to yeah yeah. And that's where like that Vietnam <laughs> fishing trip <laughs> Italian opera <laughs> boom, boom, boom. yeah this is yeah this is an awesome song yeah this is really good but again yeah got one friend laying across from me and did not choose him he did not choose me that's gotta be my favorite that's probably my favorite line in the album yeah I know I like to pick apart lines and stuff but yeah that's no that's it's definitely be. it's really good I like at the end the um, 
Joy of misery. And then it does have that kind of switch that. The fire boys don't stop, don't stop, put out. The best is live. Bring your pocket father, brother, bring your nieces and your cousins. Come on, put out the fire on. I like he he lets the guitar and the yeah, and then it just yes. just echoes through the whole. Super cool song. I yeah, I I remember when I was like listening. I'm like, where did I first hear this? And I was thinking like, because I used to work at the video rental store, mm-hmm. and they would just on the TVs would just constantly be tra- movie trailers, right? And I was trying to find because I'm like, maybe I heard this in a movie trailer, and I just couldn't pinpoint. So I have no idea where I first heard this song. But it definitely, like, when I heard it, listening to this album, I'm like, oh, okay, I know this one. So I don't know if it was just something that came up on Pandora or whatever it was. That might have been it. Like, it's just like like the weeks. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I know them because of Pandora. (laughs) Uh, So next up is uh, Pregnant. And then this is, again, it keeps it on that kind of low energy one. Like, Robber's Hospital Beds and Pregnant kind of keep it down. And I remember there was a uh, Foo Fighters album, uh, In Your Honor, mm-hmm. and they actually released it was two CDs and the and it was but it was one album and it was called like Loud and Quiet. Uh, okay. And it was like the first half was like all like heavier stuff and the second half was all like softer stuff and that's kind of what this reminds me of where like the second half other than Red Wine Success which we'll get into yeah it feels like uh, a softer end to the album right. Um, this one this is the one that has like weird uh, ukulele picking it almost sounds like a lullaby yeah if that makes sense I, I thought the beginning of it was kind of the end of um, hospital beds like just like an extended yeah like I, I almost thought it was going to be instrumental at first yeah just because yeah. it seems like that it's going in that direction um, yeah this is that uh Pregnant with time, <laughs> you figured out. His voice too, again, like yeah, that. It's just, that. It's, it's yeah, this is definitely a song you could fall asleep to. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> and I don't mean that. In a Not bad in a bad way. way, yeah, but it's it's almost soothing. Yes. In a weird, weird way. Yeah, and it's uh, it's called pregnant, and uh, I mean, it was like, oh, that's like a strange uh, imagery. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. For, like, uh, and, the line where he uses pregnant pregnant with doubt is like oh he's using pregnant as like he's filled with doubt like yeah he's not actually pregnant because <laughs> I just like pictured him with like that pregnant gut you know like oh, just like putting it on yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, wearing it out um, but yes pregnant uh, cool song definitely uh, this was like when I first got the album this was kind of like with hair down where I didn't really give it a chance and honestly after hospital beds I would probably I would just turn the album off like as shitty as that sounds yeah yeah but that was kind of to me hospital beds was like the closer like I was just like oh this is and they might even close that live or first or something like that Um, but yeah it felt like the end of something and yeah. you know me I like shorter albums and you know 
12 songs to me is starting to get long and i was like ah, after eight i'll turn it off it's, yeah <laughs> well, i think too because you said like, it slows down so you're just kind of yeah. like you're kind of waiting like i definitely found on like the back half of this album i was kind of waiting for the end yeah and i would hear a song and be like oh this is the last song and then i would hear the next one and be like oh no okay this okay i remember this one being on there like definitely the last three which we'll get into um they all felt like just little additions almost Mm -hmm. um and i don't know how to say that without like sounding rude because like obviously it's like oh here's a 12 like 12 isn't a lot 12 is pretty standard for an album but i i feel like just in my personal opinion i don't know it it didn't it almost would be like a less is more kind of thing right like hospital beds and then if if it started back at number one again i'd be like oh damn like you know that was the shit yeah yeah. (laughs) like rather than kind of i almost missed like by the time red wine success which Mm -hmm. is what we'll dump into next came on i was like oh i want to hear you know hang out to dry again exactly yeah like shit like that which i mean maybe that's just me and i don't know how to get over that but i guess i just have a short attention span it's true but it's also like the first i would say six songs are just so like you know not like fan favorites but just like damn so catchy and just so yeah, like yeah. what you're not expecting and then you kind of get back into like I don't want to say like the normal uh, song progression because it's not but like this is the slower end of it so it tends right. to like you're waiting for the next hang me out to dry or yeah, you're waiting yeah. for the next we used to vacation to start and it's just not it never comes it's <laughs> yeah it's almost like I fell in love with the first half and then you're kind of like oh, I just kind of want to go back and hear St. John again See, and that's the tough <laughs> part because like I can remember being tired and driving to this album yeah. it's probably not the best thing to do because after like halfway through you're like alright we need to yeah. put something yeah. else on pregnant comes on and he's like softly singing you to sleep yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's... oh man, I can't keep my eyes open. Nope. <laughs> uh, Red Wine Success kind of breaks that a little bit because it is a little bit more of an upbeat song. Yeah. And this is this is probably the shortest song on the album. I think yeah, it's like it is. two minutes. Usually have the times up wherever you get two them. Two minutes, 37 seconds. Two thirty-seven, Which is crazy because all yeah. their songs are a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. They definitely have like arcing songs, it feels like, where they kind of like have a beginning, middle, end. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, this is the one where at the end he's going, he's gonna get upset, get upset. <laughs> Don't have a cigarette and get upset. What? Is that the, uh, what do you call that? The fed up? Uh, no. What was oh, it called? You know what? There might have been a fed up. Hold on. Uh, I feel like hair down. Yeah, there's um, fed ups and killing it. Uh, hair down almost had a. Uh, A mini fed up when he's like she's laughing like a choir girl. oh yeah because he kind of keeps going back to that line um i could have sw- oh uh sweet sweet sound of relief is a good idea for a fed up because he's just like sweet sweet oh, yeah. sigh of relief and then like lady sweet sweet yeah that's he's getting fed up <laughs> yeah that's a fed up we'll count it we'll count it as a oh, fed yeah. up <laughs> but dude yeah when you said uh radio by alkaline trio and it's like shake and the that's, second time they do that they're just yelling it oh yeah, yeah that's the definition of it. like he said it once and he's getting fed up and he's got to say it again i gotta say it again get upset 
get upset. <laughs> well, yeah, this is a, I say this is another drum driven song, uh, mm-hmm. Red Wine Success, which um, I don't even know if I heard this song before we recently started listening to it. Like, again, I would just start yeah. skipping like yeah. stuff. And uh, yeah, this one, it running in at 237 definitely helps. Uh, it kind of, uh, it feels really weird where it's placed, though. I feel like this should be on the first half mm-hmm. of the album. And, uh, like, it, it's a shorter, higher-energy song that's, like, laid amongst, you know, the softer, lower-energy stuff. And yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, okay, it's a nice break, but usually you do the opposite, or you see the opposite, where it's, like, a couple high-energy songs and a slower-energy song, and then followed by high-energy stuff. This is, like... Three low energy stuffs, high energy, and then another low right energy. Yeah, right yeah. after it. Um, but no, not a bad song by any means. Um, no. I don't really. I'm not in love with it. You know what I mean? I, I can't really geek out about it like we just did St. John. Exactly. And beds and all that stuff. Yeah, no, not on the same level. But yeah. not bad. Though. Not like a. Yeah, kind of as you. And I feel like this is maybe for every album, and this is just maybe my case, but as you get further and further into it, it's kind of like, oh, this is stuff I've heard less and less because yeah. I always start from the beginning, and then like I'll get so far and then start back over from the beginning and get so far. Right. And I feel like that's kind of a theme, at least with me. I know like in our podcast when like I'm like editing them and throwing the music in, it'll be like yeah. an hour, and we've only talked about like first four songs yeah yeah <laughs> and then like the next 15 like, minutes yeah. we screw we like squeeze five songs in yeah you gotta like yeah you're like oh shit <laughs> like, come, on, come on come on spread this yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then uh yeah so red wine success is definitely one like i said before i always forgot about it like it just i mean i hate to say it's for good of a song because i don't think it is it's no. just one when i think about the end of this album i always think of pregnant and then right after pregnant, God make up your mind, but it's not. There's one in between. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, right. shit. And it has an exclamation exclamation point in the title. Yes. Red wine success. Success. <laughs> <laughs> and then jumping into God make up your mind, uh, to me this should have been the last song on the album. Yeah, I agree with that. Just and either this or hospital beds, just because this is uh, one of the one it's it has a weird vibe to it and it's super slow and it, and it feels like it drags on but not necessarily in a terrible way it right. just kind of feels like a, a longer story um this is one where he has a very strange vocal style and this is uh yeah. he's drawing like words out yeah. and it's real his arms around you so <laughs> <laughs> Definitely one that would this yeah. also would kind of put me to sleep. Yeah, I I was thinking about this and I'm like, I could see this really annoying somebody. This song. Uh, oh yeah. But like as I was listening to it, I'm like, I I really like this song. But the way he's kind of like singing that, like, I can just imagine showing somebody being like, can we pick a different song? Yeah, yeah. But then again, that's on the background. Make up your mind. Yeah, good, good changes. That's right, babe. Just give it some time. It's okay. Do you wanna play? <laughs> I wish I could uh, have that high pitched voice that he sings with. I know. But yeah, this 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 to me is kind of a uh, 
almost a look what I can do by the singer. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> Where he's, he's just like, look, look, I can hold these notes. It's my range. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, like, like we were saying, like St. John's kind of definitely a bass driven song and there's a piano driven song and drum driven songs. Like this is definitely of the vocal driven song out of all of them. Yeah. Um, it, and it definitely has that signature sound of this album where it kind of like an abrupt change from the verse to the chorus, mm-hmm. you know, almost like a pause Okay, here's the chorus. Now we now we start the chorus. And then yeah, it's like, right like, into like it. not a smooth transition, but kind of the way they like the Cold War kids way transition. Yeah, you know, exactly. The robbers and cowards way yep. <laughs> of transitioning from song to song. It's definitely yeah. It has their own different feel to it. Yeah, kind Absolutely. of like uh, oh, that's the cool part. Let's put it right after this part. You know yep. what I mean? And just be like, ah, oh, fuck out. Yeah, it'll work. <laughs> Let's just take a you know take a quick breath for a couple beats and then go into the just, chorus. <laughs> yeah, just go for it. But yeah, this this one um, is is up there. Like I, I I really enjoy it for for whatever reason. I just kind of like the way it sounds. I like I like that it drags on almost. That it's kind of a it reminds me of and this is gonna sound so dumb, but there's a pixie song gouge away. Mm-hmm. And that song is very, like, it doesn't do anything new throughout the song. It just keeps doing that, dun, 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 gouge away, boom, 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 uh, boom, okay. boom, boom. And then it kind of gets into the chorus where it's, you know, a little bit heavier. And then it goes back to the gouge away. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and uh, this, this reminds me of it in a way where it's kind of like it goes into the chorus and it's, you know, it changes it up a little bit. And then once it goes back into the verse, it kind of goes back into the, Just, yep. like, like that, like in like that rolling vocal. Yeah. I don't know that like, it reminds me of something I would get a lot of homework done to. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I needed something in the background. Yeah. Just yeah. Almost like white noise. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that's how gouge away. And like, don't get me wrong, I fucking love Gouge Away, but I would listen, like, if I had a paper to write, I would, like, listen to Gouge Away on repeat, just yeah. because it was just, like, constantly driving, dun, 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 and it was just, I don't know, it made me more productive, I feel yeah. like. So this is another song that I feel like made me productive. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the softer one. The Gouge Away is kind of a little bit heavier. That's a little more, yeah. And then, <clears throat> moving on from that to the final song on the album, Rubido, which I read wrong I can't uh, imagine how many, how times. many times. Yeah, I'm yeah. like Rubidox. <laughs> Rubidox. I can't but, imagine 13 years ago what I said. It yeah, was I know. Uh, Rubido is just a community in California. I had to look that up. I'm like, really? What? I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. Because every time I'd see the word, I thought of the word Rubik's cube because it, uh, okay. you know, it has an X and it starts with Ruby. And yep. I'm like, oh, Rubik's cube. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is uh. If this feels like such a weird last song to me, yeah, um, because it goes kind of back to the like how we mentioned, um, "Tell Me in the Morning," "Passing the Hat" were kind of the more structured songs, mm-hmm. and then you, it kind of has this theme of it where it's like I don't know, like a strangely structured song, or even like like what we just mentioned before, like the different breaks into the chorus from the verse yeah and this kind of just goes back and feels like uh i hate to say the word normal but it feels like a normal song after all the stuff you hear you know what i mean yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't the most fit yeah it fit on a different record by them yeah and I, I f- this is another one i feel like they should have uh like i know i'm big on album order like order of the songs oh, yeah. i feel like rubido should not have been the last song 
No. I feel like I would have appreciated it way more if this was like the second song on the album. Yeah. Um, it would be fun to like pick and choose how I would like. Oh, I would definitely. I would think I would put Hospital Beds last for sure. Yeah, that would be the closer. Um, I'd move Rubido up, and I would probably rather than stack the first six, I would definitely do like a three and three kind of thing. I would split three up towards the end. Yeah. Like St. John would probably, I'd probably put St. John number one. That would be the opener. Yeah, or I know we used to, we used to vacation such a good opener though. It's a toss up. It's tough. But starting off with that, that would, would be, be cool, sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I hit me up to dry too though. I mean, you could easily start. Off yeah, with yeah. Um, so yeah, this just kind of a. Uh, I don't know how I would say this is driven. It seems like a guitar that starts with that. Let's go deadbolt your shit. <laughs> Drive to Robodow in the middle of the night. See, that's that's too though. This is like their longest one on the on the record. And it has It has that like secret track after it. Yeah, secret track. It's called I that's that Lord that? have mercy on me. Sherman versus the gospel. So that's okay. technically that's three minutes and forty seconds. Yeah, like so you can't. You and there's can't like a there's it. like a five minute or I mean I'm exaggerating, but there's just like such a long lapse. Yeah. In between the two songs, which makes it tough. And sermon versus the gospel, uh, is just it feels like that. Yeah, it's it's that's it's such a weird close to the album. Like, yeah, I feel like sermon. Or whatever. I always say, Lord have mercy on me because that's what he keeps saying in the song. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that should have just been a song. Like, why is it a hidden track? And just put it it's, in. It's definitely like a lo fi recording. Like, they definitely just recorded it, not in a studio. Um, and it almost sounds like it's just one guy. Like, because there's like a ukulele and a piano. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they play at the same time at one point in the song. But up until that point, I'm like, I think he's just switching it's, back and forth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just strange. Like, I don't know if I said it before, but like, it's such a 2006 thing to have a hidden track. Yeah, exactly. And yep. I'm like, just I mean, randomly placed. You know, just like when I'm listening to my car, like the last thing I want to do is have Rubido end, and then like three minutes of silence, just nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know just what don't I mean? want to do that. No. And then here comes sermon versus the gospel, Jeez. which like I always wondered. Like, it'd be interesting to ask. Like, did you not want that? Like, did you not want to record that as a song? And you were just like, yeah, hey, let's just throw it in as a just hidden track. It, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, like, what's the hidden track? Like, yeah, it's just kind of like, that? did you not want people to know that that was on there? Like, yeah. Because clearly you look at the last song, you're like, it's over 11 minutes or whatever it may be, 10 minutes long. Yeah. And it's just like, well, the song is obviously over, and there's still, you still know, looking down left. at my things, like, there's still seven minutes left on yeah. the track. Like, like what's, what else is coming? Yeah, but... I could do without the hidden track stuff. Like, just make this one of the songs. Yeah. And it's not a bad song. It's that, Lord, have mercy on me. Oh, yeah. We're talking about two different things. <laughs> like, I would just, just have that on the album. It, it's not like it's a long no, record it's just for... Like, 13's not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe it was unlucky in there. Like, yeah, we don't have another one, so let's just not do that. <laughs> They're I mean, I super know. superstitious. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> It's gotta be we a can't reason. have 13 songs we're just gonna have a hidden track but yeah the hidden yeah. track would be something interesting to dive into yeah we could do that for like a thoughts in the jukebox that's what I was thinking that would be a good one too because like if I mean 
well, I was 16 when this came out. Yeah. So, or no, I was 15, I think. Uh, whatever. No, 16. Mm-hmm. I just turned 16. And like to me, that would have been so cool. Like, oh, there's a hidden track. You yeah. know what I mean? But now you... it's kind of like with iPods and like when I put this in my car, it says how much time's left. It says what the track's called. And like, it's not like it sneaks up on you. Like, it's just like, here you know comes. what I mean? Oh, this is on my iPod. It's over 11 minutes long. You're like, you know. what's going on with this yeah. song? That's what the weird thing is too. And there's got to be, I'm sure there's ones we don't even know about. Yeah, I, people I, consider hidden tracks. I remember there was like a hidden track where I forget what album it was, but if you rewound the first song, there was a hidden track, and like really? to me, that's truly hidden. It's like it's not that's, just you yeah. wait, and maybe I'm wrong, but isn't there some that like? Uh... Yeah, that's what there was a Chuck Reagan one I remember having, and it's like you couldn't skip to it. Like if I'm, if I'm like, oh, I want to hear sermon versus the gospel i can't skip to track 13 i have to listen to track 12 the whole way through and i remember there was like a chuck reagan one that was like that where i'm like oh like i know there was a song after this where is it exactly it's a fucking hidden track of course yep (laughs) oh yeah there's definitely enough to do one i just don't know where it came from of like yeah like the reasoning i i there was a uh i don't know i guess now's not the time to dive into it but there, (laughs) there was like a a vinyl somebody put out where um, if you'd put the vinyl on track one, mm-hmm. it would play the album the whole way through. But there was like an offset, uh, I don't know what you call it, I guess carve out or like there was oh, okay. a, here's track one and there was like a parallel one you could also stick it in. Oh, okay. And it was the same album, but like a couple songs were different. Oh, gotcha. So the idea was like, you'd be like, I didn't fucking hear this a second ago. And then, yeah. you know what I mean? you'd play the album again and it, it was completely different. It's just something first, random. Yeah. There was like a so parallel cool. groove yeah. in the album. And depending on which one you started on, the album was different. That was, see, that's cool. Right. Yeah, like this would be in a period of, I didn't see how long the thing was i didn't have a skip button like yeah i could see hidden tracks being cool like oh if you leave like imagine like going to school and being like if you leave robbers and cowards spinning for five minutes after rubido there's Something another song random you know comes. Yeah. yeah but like it's not like that anymore you know what i mean it's yeah, kind it's, of like why know. is this song 11 minutes long did, did i get a bad rip when yeah. i put my cd in yeah like, what is going on <laughs> but no, that makes it's like, sense. is there an error in my cd player yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whereas before it's kind of like that would be something only certain people found. Like, like Rubido would wrap up, and then you would just either put the uh, needle, drop the needle again, <laughs> or or change albums. Turn yeah. the record over. All <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my friends say, "Hey, turn the record over." <laughs> but yeah, it, it would. That I mean, I think the time for hidden tracks is gone. But yeah, like I said, that's. Sadly, that's a different. That's a conversation that's a, for a different time. That's a different, yeah. <laughs> Put a timestamp on that one. <laughs> but yeah, it, neither Rubido nor Sermon vs. the Gospel, as it's called, which I see it on here now. Yeah. Lord have mercy on me is what I'd call it. Uh, they're not like they're songs I would want to hear. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Kind of oh, like, yeah. It's weird that rather than, I mean. Let's put it this way. So I have the CD of it, obviously. Like I'm holding it right here. Right. If I wanted to put Rubido 
and Sermon vs. the Gospel on my iPod on shuffle, I would have to put my CD into like, or put my, uh, put the MP3 into like editing software and like cut out the cut end of Rubido out. and cut into the beginning, you know what I mean? And yep. separate them as two different songs. And it's like, why are you making me do that? For all that work. I know. <laughs> exactly. yeah. I don't want to fast forward it. It's just, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's strange. It's to, strange. To the yeah. hidden track, which I mean, they're, it's not like they're the only ones that have done it. It's just an interesting conversation to, right. Because this is the first album that we've done. I think that that's had a hidden track in it. Yeah. I don't think we've had one before. No. And like, uh, it doesn't even like that. I know like the green day one had like the slashes, like where it was like the same track, but it was like yeah. two songs jumbled together. Yeah. And then they also released versions where it was like parted out. So you could have, you could listen to, um, we are the waiting and St. Jimmy as one song or as two different songs. But then like, that's a matter of opinion. Is it just one song? Exactly. In my opinion, that's just one big song. Yeah. But like some people might argue, some people like, no, that's just separate. St. Jimmy. And like, even when they played, uh, I know they played, are we the waiting St. Jimmy live? And he said, this song is called St. Jimmy and then plays, are we the waiting? See, that's, and to me, that's like that's like yeah, that's just proof that that's one big that's song. One gigantic, you know, that's not yeah. two different songs. Don't cut it down the middle. No, yeah, just play it. And that's <laughs> That'd it. be like cutting hair down right after the uh, day we met. Yeah, and, and then, then it's, it's a like different cut, song. No, no, it's two. No. It's one long song. It just kind of sounds different. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, Ru- I guess Rubido. Uh, yeah, Rubido. Rubido's good song. Weird end to the album. Yeah, just empty desert weird. light. <laughs> just empty desert light drive to Roberto in the middle of the night so strange that's just the that it ends yeah yeah it, it almost feels like uh, it's like well you picked it back up and then just kind of yeah. dropped again like, yeah. you know what I mean I would definitely switch I mean if you had to make a minor switch I would put God make up your mind after Rubido and then just bump Rubido up one and that's it and then that would be fine and then obviously I would make a couple more switches but the most you don't part, know what they were trying to get across and yeah <laughs> maybe it just missed me yeah <laughs> but yeah uh, that is the album are there any five star songs on oh, this yeah, album oh yeah dude the playlist songs yeah so before revisiting this album mm. we used to vacation hang me up to dry tell me in the morning passing the hat St. John in hospital beds. <laughs> yeah. We're all on my playlist after visiting it. I think I'm going to add Hair Down, Robbers, and Pregnant. Yeah. So the first nine. Nine out of 12. Nine out of 12. That's and and I, I think strong. it's just a matter of, like, the last three songs I don't hate by any means. It's just a matter of, I think it's just weirdly structured, in my opinion. You yeah. know what I mean? That I didn't get to appreciate those three songs. Right. As, like it, I As feel much. like it should have ended after nine. Yeah, and that's. I don't know. Yeah, but but weird. then it's like, well, do you take those songs out or do you just reorder them? And it's like, I don't want to take them out because I like them as songs. But, but if you reorder it, I think yeah. it's more doable. You got to do the Green Day and just slash. Just kid them, put them all together. And yeah, tell yeah. me in the morning, slash hair down, boom, and uh, yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Green Day gets away with it every time. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Any. Uh, do you do the five star things? I forget. We do the the number. We're doing the ten star. Oh, ranking it out of ten. Yeah, we were doing out of ten. Oh man, 
Yeah, I don't even know. You go ahead. That's, that's tough because it's so, it's so good as far as like, like you said, those first, well, I guess even eight. Pregnant, you can count that too, but even nine. So you got nine songs that are just the whole way through pretty solid. Right, right. Really solid. Uh, you know, I'm going to give it nine out of ten. Just from based on. Clean nine? Yeah, clean nine. Before listening to it and going straight, like before we were going to do this, mm-hmm. I would regularly just put this on. And right, just right, right. Let it go, even though at the end it got slow. But still, it was like that was the thing to to do right right. it was just it was just the album i don't know like what i would give it so it's definitely i mean in terms of it's the most unique uh debut album i think i've ever heard in my life yeah because we just talked about um the uh band of horses album that was a debut album and i think i brought that up i'm like this is such a good debut album like it's it's not like I, I mean, we always go back to Gaslight, but like Sink or Swim to me is like I love Sink or Swim, but it's clearly a debut album. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. It, it sounds punky. It sounds raw. Yeah. Um, in, in a good way. Like that's the shit I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas the Band of Horses album, which everything all the time, I believe is what it was called, mm-hmm. um, was definitely just like, for how refined it was, I'm like, I can't believe this is a debut album. Yeah. And like, for this one. I feel that way too, but also with the uniqueness of it, is like it feels so refined in terms of like, oh, let's bring in all these instruments and kind of like I'll do Just this while you're doing this and I'll yeah. do this, and complicated I guess is a good word for for it being a first album. It's very complicated and, but at the same time like unique and impressive <laughs> yeah oh yeah which is like they don't need to do on their first one they just need to get stuff out and figure out how it's done it's right like, now you can tell these guys just freaking killed it yeah on the first one you're clearly hooked after the first right you know so what i don't know what i would give it in terms of first album goes yeah this might be like a, a debut album like i said definitely the most unique debut album i've ever heard yeah as an album I don't know if I'd give it a nine, but definitely that seemed eight something, eight point something. It's got yeah, it's got to be at least eight. I'd say. <laughs> solid, solid eight. It's, yeah. Um, just because I I don't know if it's the structure of it or the timing of it, but like something is off to me about it. Like whereas uh, I don't know if we did any because I, I like to pick apart structures. Like oh, I definitely yeah. would have moved this here, moved this here. Um, do you think if it cuts off after hospital beds I think if it, it cuts off after hospital beds it's 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 close it's to ranked near, higher yeah but then but then you don't get to hear the last four songs and it's that's, that's like, true did they just release those as an EP after it's, you know what I mean it's weird because you don't want to cut them because they're obviously you know part of it but I'm just right. saying if it was cut I feel if like if it was just the first eight yeah I would yes I hate to say it but I would like this album more yeah, you hate to say it, but it's yeah. it's up there with like the blue album and stuff. Yeah. As far as yes. like it's every like, single one is solid. Yeah, and I don't like I, I swear it's a more recent thing that mm-hmm. like albums are getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah, and I'm just kind of on board with that. Like I'm just like yeah, <laughs> make them yeah. shorter. Like they don't need to be these long epic things. It's kind of like I get it. Uh, 
but it seems like a uh, let's I'll use the word antiquated. It seems very hey, antiquated yeah. to nice. have a long album now because there's just so much good music. Yeah, and like uh, I think we 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 kicked around the idea of doing Tommy by the Who. Mm-hmm. And I was like looking, and that's like twenty plus tracks, I it's, think. It's and I'm like, that would have to be like a two part episode for us to actually do that to. justice. Yeah. And uh, but you got to think when Tommy by the Who came out, like that was probably people's only album. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I finally fucking got an album. It was Tommy by the Who. Yeah. And they could sit there and listen to it every day, Just, every day, and it would be pretty much brand new to them every day because there's fucking you know two hours worth of music yeah, on it. What are you gonna do? You know. Yeah, and but like I said, now like you're, we're just so flooded with, and maybe it's just me being like a spoiled brat, but it's like, I'm just constantly flooded with new music, new music, new music. It's like, eight is good. Like if you yeah. put out eight, as like Kanye's been doing, he did a lot of uh, last year. He did a, a bunch of albums with just seven, mm-hmm. like he produced a bunch, and I'm like these are fucking awesome yeah like <laughs> well, would you want it's it's the thing of would you want 14 tracks in every three years or do you want you know seven and seven and then two years as far as like releasing goes yeah, yeah that's a good question i don't mind waiting at all right like um bands that put an album out every year i'm like you're crazy like you don't have to do that yeah um like i would easily wait like I'm about to combine both of like I'd wait three years for a seven album track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Well, and now too with touring and stuff, bands will tour. They stay relevant. Like yeah. it's like it's like, not like you don't hear from them. Yeah, while like they're it's, recording. It's fucking thirteen years later, and we're talking about robbers and cowards. You know what yeah. I mean? And like I said, it's this was an '06 album, like, and I'm comparing it to how I feel today about albums. So it's not necessarily fair. And like I, I guess this is the first time we've really dove into it. It's like it's not fair to judge an album thirteen years after it came out and say, like, oh, this was such an old this thing is, to do. Yeah. Like the hidden track thing. Like I understand I'm being ridiculous when I say that, but it's like it is such a two thousand six thing to do. It is. Cause, but I mean now you wouldn't I mean for a few years you wouldn't have yeah. a hidden track. Or if you would, it would be obviously like Green Days. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like a this is one song with five parts. Yeah, right? or like a single that they put out, which yeah. Cold War Kids talked about, and like in one of the interviews I watched, they they're less focused on getting the complete albums out, and they're just like, hey, here's here's four songs that we made. Yeah, and like I'm like, yeah, I don't hate that, and that definitely works in what we like, like the Spotify era, where it's just right. like, oh, I'm just gonna listen to one song and then hit shuffle. Exactly. You know what I mean? So well, which, I'm downloading just one song. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to buy one. Exactly. Which I honestly like hate doing. Like, I hate just buying one. Like, I'm like, if I like one song, I'll just buy the CD. Yeah. Because th- there might be another one you'd like, too. Sometimes you get hosed, though. You do. You're like, fuck. Yeah, it's like, ah, there's one good song. There's just one good song there. But in theory, you're thinking, okay, I really like this song. There's got to be at least one more. Yeah. It's, it's close you to You know, it. I'm going to get chastised for saying this just by you, probably. <laughs> the Ramones are like that for me. Really? Yeah, That's where it's a like, one. it's like, oh, here's a Ramones album, and like, it's like, yeah, there's the one song I like off of yeah. it. Yeah. Is know? that because they sound the same? I don't people, know what it is. People give them it's shit just, about that. Yeah, it's just, like, so I remember, like, looking at two Ramones albums, and like, one of them had, like, Sheena is a punk rocker yeah. on it, and the other one had, 
tomorrow she goes away on it or something. Right. And I'm like, which one do I get? And like, I would get one and then be like, yeah, it's Sheena the Punk Rocker is the only one I'd like off of it. See, that's, I, I always get what I thought you were going to say when you said the Ramones is just because it's like, a lot of people say it sounds... Like album to album, they sound exactly the same. Yeah, like it's it's, it's the same song ten times, or yeah. just with different lyrics and stuff like that. I I get that that part of it, but I also get where people come from where they say, "Well, look, there's this album that's supposed to be really good, but I can I just pick this one song, yeah. and then the rest just <laughs> aren't there for me." And I, I mean, I've had that happen before with uh, Nirvana. Yeah, I thought I like this song. This isn't an album that I've really heard much from. And then you put it on, you're like. Yeah, I'm good with it. Just the one song. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a weird rut to get into, like, because uh, it's almost like it's definitely harder to go out and listen to a whole album than it is to just like listen to the one song you like off of it. But you know, there's rewards and like it's like I could waste my time and sit here like I could be listening to the other shit, right? Or it's like oh, I could find other shit I like. But yeah, it's definitely like a chore. I mean, as shitty as it sounds, it's a chore to like listen to a whole well, album. <laughs> well, that's the we were just talking about. I was telling you about the before we started recording the Spotify playlist, mm-hmm. where you find like a random band that they played the song that's related to Gaslight or you know, yeah, yeah. And you're like, wow, I love this song, but then am I gonna go out and listen to 15 tracks? Probably not. That was the one band I picked it, and their album was like, I think it was like 16 or 17 yeah. tracks. I'm like, I'm not sitting through this. Like, <laughs> you're nuts. It is definitely like you're gonna have to earn this. <laughs> exactly, and like I'm gonna have to. Yeah. And I hate doing the play ten seconds, skip, play ten seconds, skip. Yeah, I can't. Like do that's that. tough to to kind of. But you almost want to get that ear catching song that starts, yeah. like the one you like, and you know, sometimes it's just not there. Yeah, it's definitely. And, and we definitely pick and choose on the you know on the podcast is like oh we like this we like this but yeah like there's albums we've like tiptoed around doing it's because it's like we wouldn't have much to say other than like what these gonna... two or three songs exactly like, like definitely we picked this one because we really liked it yeah and I don't think we've done an album that we haven't really liked you know that's what I mean? true and it just would it's because it would be so hard like oh I just would skip this song every time and get to this one and right even just listening to it like forcing yourself to listen to an album over and over and over again like you definitely pick out your favorites and you get excited for ones and you start to get bored of other ones and I think that's kind of I mean tying it all back into this album like that definitely happened with me for the last three songs like I kind of was just like oh let's go back to you know we used to vacation here like let's kind of secretly skip back and be like yeah listen to the whole album (laughs) this this is a great album to do that though like if you kind of like just forget about it for a while mm-hmm. and then randomly just put on we used to vacation and just let it go yeah, it's, it's yeah. awesome to do that I love doing that yeah. I, I, I tend to do that with a lot of bands too I'll, I'll like just overkill like I'll play them to death and then forget about them for a few months and then you put it back on you're like damn yeah, this is good yeah so I guess that's uh, we kind of went on a closing rant there yeah, that was like the rant yeah that was the but um Okay, okay, we we didn't play Hospital Bed, so we can play that as That's a good like, to, to play us out, which <laughs> is fitting what we talked about. It was like, eh, the first date we're in. First date. So here's our, here's our dream we're, closer. We're playing producer and just doing it. So. We're making, like, fantasy albums. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun to do, to have, like, a fantasy album. That's this a great idea. the first idea. song, and it can be just from any band, but, like, 
I don't know. We'll talk about it later. That's, <laughs> right that's, this is another idea. We have a lot of ideas coming up for this podcast, so be prepared. Okay. So, but if you want to request an album, dude, hell yeah, I was about to, I was about to end it without see, fucking paying see, it. Gotta go for it. You can still request albums. We do them at Jukebox Club Pod on Twitter. You can just go on there and request any um, album you'd like. I was doing the email. Fuck! It was at jukeboxclubpod at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook. We have a Facebook too. You can you can get a hold of us there. Twitter yeah. and Facebook is going to be your best bet if you need if to get in touch with us. Something. And look out for the new Bear Share T-shirt. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully soon. Bear Share and Sam Goody. Yeah. <laughs> that money. Shout out to our sponsors at Bear Share and <laughs> Sam Goody. Uh, as always. As always. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it. To play us out, what does that mean? Hospital beds by Cold War kids off of robbers and cowards? What does that mean to play us out? To end the show? To end the show? Fucking thing sucks.